Welcome to the Spirit Stories edition of the Spiritual AF Life Podcast. Today we are going to be talking about the paranormal. It's going to be so much fun because I recently had my very first paranormal investigation experience and I wanted to share a little bit of what happened with you and also I want to know if you've ever had a paranormal experience like that if you've ever had an encounter with quote a ghost or any kind of you know weird crazy things happening and it's really funny because majority of the time I will say like 99% of the time is your past loved one reaching out to you and not a earthbound ghost and that kind of thing. So when I say earthbound ghost, that is going to be a spirit that is earthbound. That for some whatever reason, that when they crossed over, they didn't go into the light. So some reasons why spirits might not go into the light is because they were really religious and they feel that if they go into the light, maybe they're not going to go to heaven. Maybe they'll go to the other place, right? They also might be really, really attached to their family. And they just absolutely feel that if they go into the light, they will never see their family again. So there's some things or, you know, it could just be they don't believe in heaven or hell, but they just want to, you know, create more mischief. You know, maybe they have this fear of going into the light for whatever reason. Maybe it stemmed from religion or maybe it's not. So there's some things that are going on there. So with these earthbounds, they are the ones that, you know, don't have any family members that are left here. Maybe because they've been here for a while, you know, that kind of thing. Some people say earthbounds, you know, have unfinished business you know if you ever watched like the casper movie growing up but i don't agree with that because i feel like there's a lot of past loved ones that i talk to um during readings that don't have i'm sorry that do actually have unfinished business and that's the thing with me specifically i'm a medium that only connects with past loved ones not saying that i don't want to connect with earthbounds and other ghosts and things like that but i am I think I'm protected. So you let me know if I'm protected after I tell you what happened during this investigation. All right, let's get started. So I love, 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 love the documentary series Haunted in Saginaw. And it is hosted by Steve Shippey, a.k.a. Prozac. And their documentaries on the paranormal and are very, very insightful. They get astounding evidence, and I truly believe it's because they spend so much time in these alleged haunted places, okay? And Steve Shippey actually opened up a haunted museum in Saginaw, Michigan. How incredibly amazing is that? And as soon as I found out about it, I told my husband, who is a big fan of the show and everything, that we needed to go there and check out the museum. And what ended up happening was he actually was leading an investigation that night that you could to it, could attend and you could purchase tickets for. And me and my husband decided to do it. So we have loved the paranormal, if you will, Steve Shippey. Um, also does Haunting in the Heartland series that is on Discovery Plus, which is amazing. Tony and I have went to Las Vegas, Nevada and attended, you know, Zach Baggins um, Haunted Museum, which was an incredible, amazing experience in itself. However, we love Steve Shippey 
even more than Zach Baggins. We love The Haunted in Saginaw, probably more so than we love Ghost Adventures, but they're two totally different, how do I say this, processes when connecting with the paranormal. So with Zach Baggins, he does realize that he is an empath and he is able to sense spirits around him and that kind of thing. However, Steve Shippey is very much about, you know, how do I say this? He's really much about using the tools that he has to prove without a shadow of the doubt that the paranormal exists, that ghosts do exist. And what I realized during the investigation, he's really about making a relationship with the spirits that are specifically inside of his haunted museum. So anyways, we decide to do this and we show up in Saginaw last Friday and we, you know, go ahead and we do a little bit of reconnaissance and we, you know, see some of the sites that were in Saginaw from some of the, um, past documentaries, but that's not anything new. We did that before. We actually went up to Saginaw to try and see if I could, you know, sense any of these ghosts in these places that Steve Shippey had seen or felt and had gotten evidence on during the documentary. One of those places was called the Hoyt Library inside of Saginaw, Michigan. And months prior, probably last year, me and my husband went to the Hoyt Library and I was so excited because the evidence that Steve Shippey got that this place was haunted was astounding. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go in there and I am going to feel ghost spirits. I'm going to feel like earthbound spirits. No joke. I go there and I do feel spirit activity. And what I ended up doing was I just led myself to where I felt the spirits were going to be, regardless of where they were shown in the documentary. And so I'm like going through like the hallway and that kind of thing. And I remember I went into the library, I turned left, I kept on going, I went through some bookcases, and then I went left again, and I was drawn to inside of this room. And when I went inside the room, I realized, wait a second, this is where employees work. And there were some working that day. And I'm like, oh my gosh, these are not earthbound spirits that I'm connecting to. These are past loved ones. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to connect with any kind of earthbound spirits because I'm always drawn to past loved ones. Well, that brings me up to another point when another time that I was trying to connect with earthbound spirits, and this was in historic Petersburg, Virginia. And there is this place, I want to call, I want to say it's called the Red Wagon, but I'm not really positive, the Brick House. It could be called the Brick House. And this is a like really historic bar, but it's also a restaurant. They have good meatloaf if you're there. My husband still remembers it to this day. But he wanted me to open up to see if I could feel if there's any spirits there. Because it's, like I said, Petersburg is back when, you know, everything was happening in the beginning of this country and stuff like that. So anyways, I went ahead and connected. But I was drawn to like the bartender and I realized that it was like her grandfather coming in and I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. So now going back to like the haunted and Saginaw thing, I don't know like if I would actually be able to feel it and that kind of thing. So we start off the night by watching the do new documentary called Haunted on Adam Street. And that is where his haunted museum is. And the documentary is based just around his experiences that he have, has had so far in his haunted museum. Very, very good. I'm not sure it's on Prime yet, but you 
should be able to Google it. If not, I know where it's streaming in one place. I will make sure I put that in the show notes um, where that is. So you can just click on it and then watch that. However, you do have like, the whole Haunted Saginaw series on Prime to get yourself started. And also Haunting in the Heartland that is on Discovery+. Plus. So anyways, me and my husband show up to the Temple Theater in Saginaw. And luckily, we're Patreons of Steve Shippey. So definitely, if you love him, if you love all of this stuff, I definitely recommend joining his Patreon. And because of that, we got to have a separate line and we got to go in and choose our seats before other people got to come in. And anyways, so we watched this this incredible documentary, really amazing, awesome evidence um, about his experiences and the spirits that are located inside of a haunted museum. After that is over with, we go over to the investigation to start it, right? And there is people from the series, you know, walking around. There's Steve Shippey. Oh my gosh. It is like I'm fangirling over here and I am like incredibly nervous. And I also didn't want Steve to know about my gifts. I wanted to go into this investigation open, which means that I wanted to be able to connect to the spirit world and I was open like I would be during my readings. But I didn't want other people to know this because I do know that a lot of paranormal teams and things like that, they really like to base all of their investigations in science and not really use psychic and mediums and etc. or only use psychic mediums to supplement, you know, evidence and that kind of thing. That was one of the reasons. The other reason too is I was just way too nervous, right? I didn't want Steve to know or anyone else to know because then I feel like I might be tested. I might be, you know, put on show and I really just wanted to, you know, have this investigation be like totally like I don't want to say organic but just like totally not using superpowers and that kind of stuff I really just wanted to live my life as a as a muggle if you will for the most part but I also wanted to keep myself open for any kind of spiritual communication and I also wanted to see if maybe I would have more experiences than the next person so now we are getting acclimated to the museum and my husband is talking with one of the other investigators and I am walking during, you know, in this part of this room and all of a sudden this vibration starts happening underneath my feet and it was very, very strong, like very, very strong as if someone was, you know, having, I don't know, some kind of like dryer, um, drill motor or something like that beneath my feet that was causing it to vibrate. And it was so profound and obvious. I didn't think it was paranormal. I felt like there had to be an explanation for it. And guess what? There was zero explanation for it. Zero, zero, zero. And I was the only one that felt it. So now as we go into the night, we are doing EVPs. And my husband, a lovely, lovely man, right? He decides that, oh yeah, I'm going to push Heather out there and she's going to be the first one to ask questions. So I was the first one to ask questions in our little small group that we had. There was not many people um, on this investigation. Probably more than Steve Shippey's used to, but I think there was probably like 10 altogether, eight outsiders, and then a couple of cast members. So anyways, when I asked the questions, and you know, asking the typical questions, you know what I mean? Are you with us? You know, can you see us? You know, were you killed here? You know, that kind of thing. Like, why are you here? Those kinds of things. I get nothing. Nada. However, right after that, 
like three or four other people at least use EVP, including Steve Shippey, and every single one of them gets some sort of response, whether it's panting, words, whatever it is, they get it, but I don't. And the reason why, my theory is the reason why that I didn't get anything was because I feel that I'm protected. That's what I was getting from it. That I was protected and, you know, my spirit guides and angels aren't going to let me attach to anything or connect to anything that isn't good. All right. So now it's not too much longer after that. And I'm still kind of like in the same spot, in the same area of the museum when I feel like kind of like a tap or like a push kind of like on my shoulder a little bit. It wasn't, maybe it was like two finger tap and that kind of thing. It wasn't just like a one finger. And I really thought it was my husband. But when I turned around, my husband was like, I don't know, three feet away from me. And that wasn't him. He was like totally engrossed in what was happening. And I was like, wow, that's really, really weird. Well, I'm too nervous to speak up and say anything. I'm like, I don't want to say anything. Like, I feel like a weirdo. So just keep it to myself, right? I'm not saying a word. And I swear, not even like two minutes, one minute later, Steve says to the ghosts, right? Hey, if you're here, can you tap one of us on the shoulder? I was dumb founded. Are you freaking serious? Right now, you know me. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to elaborate. I'm not going to exaggerate. But like Steve doesn't know me. So maybe he thinks that I'm making it up, but I am not. And I was so confused by that because I was like, wait a second. Are me and Steve on like a psychic connection together? Or is like he psychic? Like I totally think he is, you know, and I, he probably does know he is. But I'm like, wow, that was just way too weird. So anyways, we go through the course um, of the museum and throughout the night getting really, really amazing evidence on the REM pods. So these are like, um, how do I describe it? Like cylinder, short cylinder um, electronic pieces, if you will. And they have a little antenna sticking up and the closer that the um, spirit gets to it, like the lights will go off and that kind of stuff and it'll make a noise. So we're using that to detect, you know, spirits walking around and spirits close to us. And then we're also using it to, to answer yes or no questions. So if we want a yes answer or, or, you know, the ghost wants to say yes, it'll go closer to the REM pod and it'll make the little siren go off. So we are upstairs inside of this workspace is the best way I could put it, where one of the people up there is a tenant that um, I believe Steve actually um, rents out to. This is all explained in the documentary if you watch it. And this place, I could feel the most energy. I knew there wasn't, there was several spirits in this place, right? I knew it and I knew where they were hiding. And it was funny because they were actually hiding. And that's when I became like the bravest, you know what I mean? And I try to go through, try to go in the dark because remember we're in the dark Steve does have a flashlight but we don't right and so if he doesn't have it on or is looking at something in particular with him then you don't see it's all darkness and there's a little bit of light shining through from the windows you know from like the street lights and stuff obviously it's in the middle of the night right now but they did black out the lights so setting the mood. <laughs> and I remember finally like finding my voice. Like I am so myself with you, but I am not myself sometimes with around people I don't know. And it's really hard for me to speak up and to be outgoing, especially if I feel like, like, oh my God, I'm in the middle of like a celebrity. I don't know why. I know we shouldn't feel that way about celebrities and that kind of stuff, but I did. So whatever. Anyways, I decide to start asking questions and I'm getting answers on this little REM pod near me. And 
it was really, really cool because I asked if it's, if their body was ever brought into that space. And that's when I heard the siren on the, um, the, the noise, if you will, on the REM pod go off. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so crazy because this used to be a funeral home. So it totally makes sense. So anyways, a few minutes later, Steve comes and he stands next to me <clears throat> and he's like, oh, He's like, this is crazy because I told him about my experience. He's like, well, this is really crazy. He's like, because this red light, he was like, it's not always on there on the REM pod. And I'm like, what? Like, this isn't always there. It's not like standard because these red lights on the REM pod had been on the whole entire night. Like they never went off. And I'm like, well, that's weird that they, you know, that this light's on. He was like, yeah, in my 26 years of investigating, he was like, I have never seen it stay on like this. I... I was dumbfounded. Like, I couldn't even believe it. So, anyways, we go into the hallway, and Steve starts explaining about this ghost, a spirit that lives in this um, room, and he doesn't like to leave the room. And I really felt at the time like the empathy that Steve has for his spirits inside of his house. Now, apparently there are some things that are very like demonic and that kind of thing. I didn't feel that there, but that could be because of my protection that I have with, you know, the spiritual world. Anyways, so he's doing an EVP session and the ghost really isn't saying anything, you know, I don't think, I don't remember anything really happening until Steve says, Hey, are you just being shy in front of all these people? And when he plays back the EVP, it says, yes. Like you can hear. Yes. Wow. It was so incredible. So anyways, near the end of the night, we go back and we sit in these chairs inside of like this little movie theater that Steve is creating on the second floor. And so we were sitting there and I am like so drawn to this room that's on like the side of the movie theater, if you will. And people have been having a lot of experiences in seeing like shadows, seeing lights, you know, that kind of thing. Steve didn't want any of us to go inside of the room. However, he did go in there with one other person that was brave enough that really wanted to try it out. And apparently they seen some really weird things in there. So I'm kind of just like tuning in to, you know, this room, like what's going on. And this is something else I thought was really crazy that happened. I was in there watching it for a while and then like all of a suddenly it was like I seen a shadow go from left to right and then all of a suddenly it's the weirdest thing that I could possibly explain. It was like that shadow covered my eyes in like a split second. And the reason why that I say that it covered my eyes, it was because the shadow, I didn't see it coming towards me. It's not like it went really, really fast towards me. It was like I seen the shadow go from left to right and then it was like, bam, like on my eyeballs. You know, it was like just like a quick mist of blackness on my eyes. Yeah, it it, it did scare me. It did scare me. It kind of took me back a little bit. And I was like, it's almost one of those things where you're like, did that really actually happen? Like, did I hallucinate? Am I, am I too tired? You know, you start going through that, but the other part of your mind is like, there's no other reason for this. No joke. I did not say anything, right? I didn't say anything. Oh my God. I did not say anything because I am like, I don't want to be the stupid one or I don't want to be the one saying I have experiences and that kind of thing. And then a part of me is like, if people do find out that I am a psychic medium, then they're going to say, I only had that, 
that experience because of my gifts. And it's like, no, I was not trying to use them. I was trying to be like a muggle, right? So right after I have this experience, it wasn't even a couple minutes later. And you know what I'm going to say, don't you? It wasn't even a couple minutes later. And Steve was like, did anyone just see that, that shadow or whatever? I was like, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> and no one else did but me. And I am like, I just had this experience, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm trying to tell them about it. And I don't know. It was so scary. So now it's the end of the night and, you know, they are packing everything up. It is so good. Um, it was a great night. We didn't end till like 6 a.m. was definitely a time to remember. But the thing is, is that now we have like at least an hour and a half drive home and I have to go to the bathroom and they're starting to turn off the lights in the museum. And I tell you what, the craziest energy, not the craziest energy, but one of the craziest energies that I felt in that museum was like the hallway going into the woman's bathroom. And I believe it wasn't renovated yet. Like it's not renovated yet. Like if you go there, like I'm like, really, this is not how you're going to keep it, right? I feel like they're in the middle of renovations, which also I feel just like stirs up the activity. So I was like too scared to go to the bathroom by myself. Here I am like a spiritual leader, spiritual teacher, psychic medium, all these things. And now I'm too afraid to go into the bathroom. Um, and I am seriously debating right now that if my husband doesn't go with me to this bathroom, like I'm just going to have to hold it for another hour and a half. And I obviously been holding it all night. And I was just like, there's no way I can't even believe that I can, I, I can't do this. But what was really funny at this time that I am debating about whether or not to like ask my husband if he could escort me to the bathroom is he's actually in the bathroom by himself right now. <laughs> and I was like, what is the irony of this? So when he gets done going to the bathroom and he comes out and stuff and I'm like, Hey, um, can you walk me to the bathroom? And he was like, are you serious? And he starts like, he was being so funny and he was joking. He's like, are you serious? He was like, you, you're the one that's scared of this. You're the one that's scared of the ghost and you need me to escort you. He was like, are you serious right now? And honestly, I was a little embarrassed because it's like, I shouldn't be that way. You know, when there's like bumps in the night, spiritually speaking, like I'll go and, and, and look at them and make sure everything's okay in our house, you know, if it's spiritually related. Um, and so I feel like I should be like the badass in the situation but I wasn't. And so I was like, yes, please, please, please. And I'm trying to make up all these excuses. I'm like, oh, I'm tired. Oh, this, oh, that, you know, I'm just like, I don't even know. And he did, he did. And there was no um, weird things that happened, you know, when I came back from the bathroom and that kind of thing. So I hope that you enjoyed listening to my experiences um, at the Haunted Museum. If you're near Saginaw, you should so, 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 so check it out. It would be so much fun. And definitely, no matter where you're at, you should definitely um, check out Haunted in Saginaw on Prime. This one specifically about this Haunted Museum is just being released, and that's called The Haunting on Adam Street. Um, however, I don't know if that is streaming on Prime yet or not, so I will definitely Definitely put a link in the show notes so that you can find it. And second off, definitely check out Haunting in the Heartland with Steve Shippey on Discovery+. Plus. All right, let me know about your paranormal experiences. You can email them to me at heatherdaniellemedium at gmail.com or you can go ahead and click a link in the show notes that will say share your story and then you can leave me a voicemail about your experiences. Mm -hmm.